We are so excited to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and chat with a longtime guest, a longtime friend of the program, Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com, here to chat with us. B Matt, we appreciate the time as always. How are you on this fine Friday? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good to be back in, and, and glad to be back home. And now we just got a. Uh... It's what a week and a half, two weeks before we kick it off here with fall practice. So excited about that. No kidding. It, it is going to be uh, here before we know it now that that SEC Media Days festivities is out of the way. Why does it always feel like Auburn's on Thursday, Brian? Like, what, what is that all about? <laughs> I don't know. Saving the best for last, right? Of course. That's, that's what it has to be. It's got to be. We, we just were, we're always <laughs> curious what, what it would be like, what our weeks would look like if Auburn were to be earlier in the week and then you're just doing the show a few days after the fact reacting to other teams but no it's always waiting until the very end for Auburn to come through I'd really rather than not be the first one that makes it a little bit tougher but you know we got it done we were there so uh, another one uh, you know in the rearview mirror that's about 21 or 22 for me so far how about that? Yeah, you've been doing it for quite some time, so I, I value your perspective on a lot of things. And there were folks walking away quite impressed with how Brian Harson handled the main stage yesterday. You were in the room sitting there on that uh, artificial turf that they've got there at the College Football Hall of Fame. How did you react to Coach Harson's comments there in the main media room yesterday? I kind of smiled out of my head as it happened. You know, I'm not going to jump out of my seat and cheer for him or anything, but I thought he did a good job addressing the elephant in the room, so to speak, right? And, um, you know, being very upfront about it and, you know, um, you know, basically shutting it down, I think. I don't I think um, other than referring to it as a motivational tool, which a lot of players and coaches are using it in that way, I just think he put into that. Uh, moving forward, concentrate on this football team and the season going forward. Uh, did that surprise you at all, Brian, that he did address it or, or anything about his main press conference that surprised you? It did not. Well, maybe it caught me off guard just a little bit because we had spoke to, to him just about 15 minutes earlier. You know, it's been about uh, 20 minutes or so with him. You know, the beat writers uh, got together uh, for a little one-on-one time, which was good. And it didn't really come up during that time. And um, But I, I am... I, I thought he did a great job with it, and um, I think it was a, a good decision to do that and to speak about it so plainly and so directly. And uh, you know, I think um, I think he, he did well. I think uh, the thing that Brian Hartson does that people may not understand well because he really hasn't communicated it well um, when he first got here is, is he does good when he's speaking to people, whether it's in a, in a room with a lot of people or whether it's one on one. He's really good at that, and. Uh, he communicates well, and I think he's working hard to, to show that side of him really since been back in February. You know, whether it was going to the unions, you know, in March and April, or uh, the, the, I forget what it's all, but when he and this pull went out on, on the Auburn um, alumni tour thing, and uh, whether it's him starting a podcast up, I think he's about seven or eight um, episodes into that now, or uh, whether just making a better effort to connect with people. I just think. Um, you know, he's good at that, uh, maybe better than he thinks he is, and um, I think that helps him and helps his future at Auburn. Uh, now, the event being in Atlanta this year, Brian, obviously had been in Birmingham for, for pretty much every year except for 2018. We know we're going to Nashville uh, next year. Do you like that the SEC as a whole is is planning on kind of moving media days around, or are you a proponent of Atlanta or Birmingham, or, or what would you like to see done with media days? 
Um, I am 54 and set my way, so it should be in Birmingham every year, period. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I'm fine with them moving around, you know, whatever they want to do. Um, I don't... I, I see it as more of a ceremonial thing now, right? I, I don't think it's a great place to go, and um, as it was when you started out on this, when I started out on this journey, you know, as a, as a beat writer covering Auburn, it's not, you know, a lot of information you get, and, you know, it's you're not really talking about football hardly anymore, right? It's all these other things that are going on. So um, it's not necessarily important to my job day-to-day, but it is a big event, and it does still mark the beginning of, of SEC football season, which is still a really big deal. Brian, one of the guys that Auburn took up there was their star running back, Tank Bigsby, and yep. you know there was a lot of a uh, lot of controversy with him over the off season if he was going to stay, if he was going to leave Auburn. What were your takeaways from what he said at Media Days yesterday? Well, I, I, I said there with Tank um, for most of the time we had with the players, and I was really impressed with him. Um, he's grown a lot over the, over these three years. You know, I, I think he's a terrific player on the field, and. Um, He's become a real team leader now. I think I'm not the outspoken uh, one, or, or the, you know, the one that um, talks a lot or yells a lot like some others do. Uh, but certainly, a guy behind the scenes that works his tail off and expects the same from his teammates. And um, uh, really, uh, we talked a little bit about you know um, him considering going to transfer portal. But um, you know, I think he said that you know he. You know, when he came to Auburn, Auburn wasn't perfect, and there wasn't ever expecting Auburn to be perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm not quoting him; I'm just sort of summarizing, and um, that was fine with him because that's not how Auburn is, and, and he's Auburn, and he's sticking with it. So, yeah, I think that was that was good to hear, and um, you know, I think if Auburn can give him some help, uh, he can have a special, special season. I think he has that ability in him, uh, that potential. I just, you know, we'll see how the pieces around him. This probably would have been a better question before media days than after. But what did you think uh, of the decision that the, the of those three guys representing Auburn? Was there anyone else that you potentially would have liked to see, or do you think those were the right three guys? I think those probably the right three guys. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the Nick Bombs and Owen Papago last year. Yes, that's right. I believe so. Yeah, so um, I think you know, giving those you know three new guys a chance to go was great. Um, I consider Eric Hall Mr. Auburn, you know, for this team. I just think he's an incredible person and player. And, uh, you know, John Samoshenko has been a great player for Auburn. Uh, back for another year, he set a record last year for receiving uh, for a tight end at Auburn. So uh, I think they made uh, great choices there. So, yeah, um, uh, I enjoyed seeing all three of those guys uh, and listening to them, uh, you know, um, tank the most. But I went back, of course, and, and watched video and, and the transcription of the other two, too. So um, I thought I'll play uh, represent Auburn really, really well. Brian Matthews is here with us. You can follow him on Twitter at BMATAU. Read his work at AuburnSports.com, including, Brian, where you wrote a story on uh, Coach Harson addressing how he's handling recruiting this time of year because uh, folks are a little disappointed with where the Tigers' 2023 class is at, and uh, his message to recruits was simply to watch. What more can you fill in here, Brian? I mean, this is an interesting um, thing to watch for Auburn and Coach Harson and the program moving forward, right? Um, you can go back to last year. It's understandable they got off to a slow start. They were a new coaching staff. There was COVID. There were new relationships to build. So uh, they basically went into November with uh, the class ranked, I think, number 71 in the country. 
and I think they ended up uh, number 18 in the country, if I'm not mistaken, the rivals' rankings. So uh, they had a huge uh, close and finish uh, during the early time period. Um, this year, it looks like it could be pretty similar. Um, you know, they have only four commitments, they're four really good commitments. Um, but because they only have four, and a lot of other schools have 15 to 20, um, or, or at least a dozen, it, it puts them in a situa- situation where I think there's 66 in the country right now, something like that. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's not a good place to be in, but it's also not the end of the world. And I think Carson is on point when he's saying that, uh, you know, people are questioning him and what happened in February and his job security and other schools are using against them and recruiting and makes it a little bit tougher. And he's saying, hey, uh, I'm going to be here. Um, just watch what we do on the field. Uh, and then, uh, you know, maybe you'll think, well, how and uh, have a little bit more um, trust in my future here. So I, I think it's the best move they can make at the moment. Uh, but I also don't think that doesn't mean they can still reel in some recruits here. they got Big Cat coming up uh, July 30th. Uh, they got a chance to maybe uh, grab some commitments there from 23 kids and also a couple 24s too. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's something to keep an eye on. And if you're Auburn, you just have to sort of hope that things do go well. You know, those first five home games and that results, you know, turns into some more commitments and a, and a higher-rated recruiting class. A good number of people knew that once we got to SEC media days and you heard Coach Harson talk on a number of topics, including his recruiting class and kind of the offseason noise in the February uh, calendar year here. Also, a lot of talk about quarterbacks and the competition that's set to take place between the likes of T.J. Finley and Zach Calzada. Did you get a gauge at all from, from anything Harson said or from what you've been hearing, Brian, as to when the timeline would be for Auburn to try and make a decision for this? Well, I think there are a couple of timelines. There's, I think there's a timeline when he sort of makes his decision when he releases it. He talked about both those things, uh, kind of. Um, and he did say they'll make the decision when the time is right. Uh, but then he also said, you know, you'd like to have one named, you know, before you start game prep. And game prep usually starts within about two weeks of the season, right, when you really focus on that first opponent. Um, so... Uh, that's what I've, I've felt all along uh, within two or three weeks into preseason practice. They'll probably know. I've felt all along that Zach Calzada is going to be the guy, but I also um, feel that there's going to be a real competition. And, you know, you can't rule out uh, any of them necessarily, but um, it makes a lot of sense that it's going to be Zach from, from what we've heard on and off the field. Uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how it goes, watching those guys, and when we get a chance to go out there and, and reporting on it. But uh, I would be a little surprised if it didn't end up being Calzada. Did you enjoy getting a chance to catch up with some old friends at SEC Media Days yesterday? I did. Yep, it was great. You know, I can remember when I used to be the young guy going there, and I see a bunch of other guys that were the same. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the the 20 years has changed us a little bit. But yes, it was always good catching up and. Um, you know, even though I wasn't there for long, uh, I actually got up at like four in the morning or, or whatever and left and oh, wow. went back that day. You know, um, but I guess that's what you do when you get older. You do 
dumb things like that, but, uh, but that's what I did, and uh, it turned out to be a good day. Enjoyed being there. Well, here's the other thing that folks need to be aware of. Obviously, we've had a lot of SEC Media Days coverage this week, and we did the show all four days there. We're glad to now be back in Auburn and at home and sleeping in our own beds last night, all of that sort of thing. But the athletics world continues. We had the MLB baseball draft going on. Yeah. We've got an Auburn men's basketball team getting ready to go to Israel. And I go to AuburnSports.com right now, Brian, and I see all that coverage on the website. Yeah, we do. We try to keep keep it all in there. And I, we just got an email saying we're going to talk to Bruce on Monday, so we're going to have some more basketball then, which will be great. I'm excited that uh, all three basketball games will be um, televised too, which is exciting. And then, you know, baseball set the record. Um, four in the first five rounds was a record, and then eight um, and 20 rounds was the record. Uh, so, again, Bush Thompson, you know, checking off another box of how special a coach he, he is. Him and Bruce Pearl are as good a coach as Auburn's ever had at their two, um, in, in their two sports. And uh, Auburn's very fortunate to have them right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was excited for those guys. And uh, just in the last um, few days, I've had a chance to talk to Butch and a couple of assistants. And uh, we're going to roll out more baseball coverage, too, just looking at the roster uh, going into fall practice, which will get underway probably uh, sometime in October-ish, November, and, uh, you know, keeping up with who's coming in and who's leaving after the draft. Outstanding stuff as always, B-Matt. We appreciate the time. Enjoy your weekend, okay? Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you.